Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Jeff. Hello. Hello. Remember that? <laughs> That's how oh, yeah. they started the reward challenge, and that's how we're starting today's episode of the Merge Boot Podcast. And the voice you're hearing right now is Joel, and the other one is Cody. We're talking about yeah. Survivor season 41, episode eight already. My gosh! And um, zooming, we're on Zoom. Yeah, we're, well, I was saying the season was zooming along. It is zooming along, but we're yeah. on Zoom. We're not yeah. together. I watched this entendre. episode by myself. I watched it with my girlfriend for the first time. Oh, quit bragging. You putting me down because I don't have a girlfriend? Uh, no, I'm not. That's okay. not what I'm doing. I was just, uh, you told me how you watched it, so I told you how I watched it. Well, I, I was sad. I was all alone here. Joel didn't come to me. I missed him. No. Um, no, well... Mimi was grateful because Mimi's been watching the show alone all this time, so she's she was grateful to have someone to watch it with. Well, she can always come. Yeah, it's a it, it, you live for the listeners. Cody lives on the east end of Toronto, and uh, for some people, that's hard to wrap their head around. For me, I do it every week. This week, I was not up for it. That's why we're zooming. Well, I'll just say you live in the west end of Toronto. Yeah, I live in the west end. I it's do. not. It's the, not hard for someone in the East End to come to the East End. No, because they are in the East End, <laughs> <laughs> or even Central. Um, even for people in Central, it's it's harder to go out to the East End than the West End, I believe. Really, I think for even people who live a broad view, it's hard for people to go out to the Far East End. Easier for them to come out to the West End. That's not true at all. The streetcar is right at review. Comes right here. It's so much quicker. All right, this is some inside baseball. Our Australian listeners are pissed right now. Well, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, Joel has something against the East End. Hey, that's not all of a sudden. Oh um, my God, this has been bottled up. No, well, Joel, I, no, it's really not been bottled out. I, I, I do express it with people, maybe not with you, because I don't want to hurt your feelings. What the hell? You've been talking shit about me? No, not about you. What the hell? About the trek out to the East End. It takes me so long to get out there, man. Well, there's lots out here now. People are going to get used to a new comedy bar opening here for the Australian listeners. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, I said... Off the top, that, that that's the way they started the reward challenge. But they actually didn't even start the reward challenge with all the players getting off the boat and saying, hello, Jeff. Hello. Hello, Jeff. Um, <laughs> it actually started with Jeff hiding an advantage that wasn't even found. I was like, what the fuck do you even show us? You know, like. I know that Xander's an idiot. I don't think he's an idiot. Here, Joel, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down on this episode. I'll be right off the top. You don't like this episode? No. Why not? I I thought it was a bad that tribal council made no sense. Who knows what even happened there? I think I, think I know what happened at the tribal council, and it's 
an argument, another argument against whispering a tribal because it was just pointless this time. Jeff was basically, um, I, by the way, I really liked this episode. Uh, really liked it. I did. I really liked it. I uh, thought um, a lot of the relationship, the, the the little seeds that are being planted right now for blowups, and Shan is in the middle of all of it. It is so juicy. I love Hungry Shan. Hungry you- Shan is one of my favorite characters. I she is she can't help herself. She's so emotional, but also so. Uh, gameplay and you know she's just it, it's she's exp- I think she's bombing her game right now she yeah I know I, that's why I don't that. like Hungry Shan it's making me feel like no one in this cast is good at the game everyone's bombing it uh, Every, no one had like a I good I think you're being a strategy wise yeah. no one had a good look in this game in this episode yeah I mean uh, so let's Let's reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. Let's go from the the beginning where we see um, Yasa basically, they themselves basically imploded uh, the morning after their big tribal council. It seemed like this was going to set in stone the story of Yasa last week, you know, maybe Yasa were going to be the scrappy underdogs, but I guess they there was some writing on the wall. They realized that they barely got through the most recent tribal council, and they're not uh, the See. the bonds aren't as strong as they care about anymore. So they need to find somewhere else. And I don't think it doesn't seem. Like, I think Xander seemed like the one that. Uh, is in the best with people because Evie seemed completely lost at tribal council. Well, yeah, I like, yeah, because we had two votes for Heather, right? So that had to have been Tiffany and Evie. Actually, I should pull up the votes. You can pull well, them up, be, yeah. But, yeah, but before, Xander voted for Nasir, actually. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what, is that why you're mad at him? No, I. I don't know what's going on. See, that didn't make any sense to me either. Why Yase is just blown up. It's dead, apparently. I think that... Was I, that I an act? To, I tr- No, it's not an act. I tried to sum it up in my preamble there, but what my thoughts on it. Uh, I mean, I think what happened there was that they just saw the writing on the wall. Like, the no... Like, they had no shot getting forward as Yasa. Um, and I guess the thing with Deshaun and maybe Xander not playing the idol, maybe Evie, there's there's a bunch of little things, but I think the big thing is that the bonds are so strong everywhere else, there's no shot for these three to to get anywhere together because nobody's going to trust them together. So they need to they need to disband and get the next like I think the writing on the wall was like the three of them are the ones that one of them needs to go next so they know that so there's no getting around it. This was this was terrible though because what they had was numbers they had an idol and they have an extra vote. They're in a half decent position together to work something out to try to battle whatever comes against them here. And then there's a lot of people that are on the outside. There's a lot of people that aren't in the core here. 
So, so um, Heather, Nasir, Erica, you want that? You want them to start an army? I mean, yeah. But, I but mean, like with those three and that three, or even five people, they stand a lot better of a chance. And with an idol too, all they have to do is play it on the right person. I mean, disbanding now, none of them really have anyone. Like Xander's on the bottom of whatever he's a part of. Um, Evie, no one's talking to, mm-hmm. and Tiffany got voted out. So it was a, it was a terrible decision. Well, uh, this is what I'm saying. I think. Maybe it was a terrible decision for Tiffany, but I'm just saying that the reason they disbanded was because they knew one of the three of them was going home. And, yeah. and but, but also look at it. They did also basically vote vote together, right? Um, well, yeah, I assume that Xander was told that Tiffany was getting voted out. That he threw his vote on this year. You uh, you think he threw his vote on this year, or did did Heather get to him? He was like, you know what, Heather's making sense. <laughs> I I don't know what that was even about. Like Heather was just, I guess, yeah. um, but, or was that planned? Because no one, it didn't planned. seem to have any repercussions and felt like a waste of time. It was so. a waste of time. It was I I thought that it looked like to me that Jeff was asking them to whisper like he went really slowly and then Heather being I don't know I don't she she caught the bug whatever bug that uh, Jeff was throwing at them they all were like no 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 we're good but Heather was like uh okay do I need to do this and she does it like last second and then almost gets herself voted out by Shan I mean um if it wasn't for Deshaun putting his damn foot down no Deshaun said he would do it yeah, but he was grumpy about it. I think they, they, it, he was like, but you remember that, that Shannon, this is what I like about this episode and what I ultimately do uh, am glad that Heather thing happened is we get this like inter- interesting moment between Shan and Deshaun, which was set up on the beach where uh, they wanted, you know, we're, we've jumped ahead, but it's okay. So it was like there was some foreshadowing where the, there's a Nasir was brought up by Danny and Deshaun and Shan shut it down and and Deshaun didn't like being shut down and he uh, says no to the Heather thing and almost gets shut and gets shut down but then he's he's acting moody you don't know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy but something is happening there and you can tell and then we see in the next time on and that Deshaun and Shan are something's bubbling there it's very interesting to me. I, I like it quite a bit because we set up they have such a tight bond um, in the last couple episodes and 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 Shan is like kind of t- I don't know is she tanking it I mean we've seen so much of her and we've seen her like I thought she was like this cool calm and collected person but when things aren't going her way she like freaks out like it it's it's weird I, yeah I, I, I think the story here is that we're watching the person that was a clear-cut winner fall apart. Well, I mean, a clear-cut winner, it, definitely a winner perspective. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, Honestly, that rice, that rice might change her. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. A reward or something. We, we had some great Shan moments this episode, and we can go backwards through them. But just to get back if, to that. 
Sorry? I want to talk about the challenge, though. Which, which challenge? Oh, the immunity challenge. Okay, we're, we're all over the place right now. Yeah, I know. I'm pissed off about this episode, man. Why are you? What, like, are you just in a bad mood because you had to watch it alone? Are you mad at me or something? No, no, I'm not mad at you at all, Joel. This isn't about you. Are, are you mad just in general that you had to watch it by yourself? Or you, I feel like no, you're, this, no. you're, letting it paint, you're letting it paint your view of the episode. No. You've got a lot of interesting character moments. No advantage stuff. I just, I don't. The items I don't, barely talked about. I don't like how it reflected on everyone as a game player this episode. And I hope that we get more strong well, gameplay. Well, here's the thing, Cody. Survivor's not just about being good and being bad at the game. We got a lot I of interesting I need someone moments. good. There are good pl- There's a lot of interesting play and then, going on. There's a lot of interesting strategic I, play going you know, on. And you, it's, you know what it is? What? I, I had to sit through that, that comp. That was a sad display. There's no comp beast. Four minutes. Oh, the 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 challenge with the like the endurance challenge. Yeah, four minutes. That's what it. Are you mad about now? You're mad about that. Why are you mad about that? I mean, it was a lot of different things here, Joel. I I, I wanted to touch because I I wanted to warn people. I wanted to warn people off the top. I wasn't a big fan of this episode. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to get to the bottom why. Well, for one, the gameplay, like I said, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I thought that this painted everyone poorly and made it look like everyone just had no idea what they're doing and were chickens with their heads cut off. I didn't understand the logic behind Yase just disbanding. I didn't understand what happened at that tribal council. And does this disappoint you? Like, I don't understand why. Yes, I'm disappointed, Joel. Well, I, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't get where you're coming from. Because to me, it was an interesting episode. It was an entertaining episode of Survivor. I don't need to be watching. I don't think they're being dumb out there. I think they're playing. They're at least playing Survivor. There, there is a, there is a lot of strategy and conversations going on. Well, I mean, the only benefit of this episode is we got. What three Heather confessionals? I counted one or two. There's uh, two and a question from Jeff. Okay. Well, so, and she got her big moment whispering at tribal. Yeah. So, which I mean, pretty, it, it, like we know nothing about Heather, so all of this is surprising. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I, I, it's I not mean, even surprising. It's just like, oh, okay, so that's what Heather's like. I guess I don't know. It's her second tribal council. And the last one, there was whisp- she was like, I don't know, sitting down when all the whispering went down. So I guess maybe she's trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. Well, I guess what it can all stem down to for this is I felt like people were doing things for no reason. And I didn't understand where it was coming from this episode. Like what? Well, I've already gone into a bunch of it. Do I need more examples or... I still don't. I mean, the the Yasa disbanding thing. Yes, Yasa mm-hmm. disbanding. Um, uh, Shan, even Deshaun's perspective. Uh, the what, what, tribal what, council. What don't you get about with that? Heather. Um, what do you get about the Sh- the Shan and Deshaun thing? Well, I mean, I guess they're just both hard hard headed leaders or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're butting heads about which way to go to think with things, and Shan is being a clear leader. With in every aspect, 
I think with the papaya stuff, she was being, you know, wanting to be the the mom, the the the, the setting the rules about the papaya. She wanted to with the with the rice. She was the one negotiating with at tribal council when Heather was going nuts. She's the one that said, "Okay, let's get Heather." She was the one that said, "Let's get." Um, so obviously get that's Xander. that we saw that that's rubbing Heather the wrong way. It's rubbing Deshaun the wrong way. Yeah. Um, Deshaun. Deshaun. That's their that's their couple name. Deshaun. That's good. And it was rubbing Ricard the wrong way, even though he just ate a bunch of grilled cheese, so he probably shouldn't have ate their papaya. What was interesting about that? Uh, uh, the two. The, the two confessionals with Shan was like, I don't know about Ricard. And Ricard was like, I don't know how Shan feels about me. Does she, is she saying in her confessionals, I don't know about Ricard. I'm a little worried. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess watching uh, Shan fall apart puts me in a bad mood. You know, she's, uh, she's a favorite. She's a winner pick of mine. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I guess... Um, We've seen so much of her that, like, it, it's I, I I can't really say who else is getting a winner edit, but I'm I'm excited to see who maybe else could be the winner. Um, but also uh, at this point, if Shan gets to the end, it will be a miracle because she is playing very forward and getting on a lot of people's nerves. And if she gets to the end, I think she's winning, but still, it would be a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, she does still have that idol. And an extra vote. Mm-hmm. Sitting pretty with those. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, it doesn't... I, 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 I'm attached to all the players, so I get heartbroken when anybody gets voted out. Um, like, we can talk about Tiffy, Tiffany, but when, sh- like, Shan playing badly doesn't make me mad because I don't, like, it's it's... Honestly, entertaining. I like this this Shan. <laughs> it's it's entertaining. It's interesting to see. You hate but, to see but, it, but also um, I don't hate to see it. Maybe you do. You do. You do. Tiffany made a good point too, Uvu. like uh, in her going out speech or whatever, that everyone's playing safe rather than getting out the people with the idols, and that's going to bite them. What I think this basically is. Is it's a nail in the coffin in the uh, the Yasa alliance, basically. So, bang. Well, yeah. I mean, it made last week all for nothing, I guess, for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the thing. But like, I mean, last week made last week all for nothing. And the it was the the big kind of flashy theatrical move, which. Danny talked about, but like immediately after that, Deshaun, you know, brings up the, how Evie threw threw, uh, Xander under the bus and, and then Xander doesn't play the idol for Evie. I mean, it's like this big thing. That's like, that ended up being the smart play, right? Like he, yeah, but I, but I also think that it would probably was, I don't want to play it for Evie. I want to keep it to my, keep it for myself. Like in the end, I think I do think that's what it was. I mean, it, it like if if he's so quickly to vote out Evie next time, so I mean, that must be what he was thinking. The next day, yeah, that it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why you made it out of there as good as you could have gotten out of there? 
Like you didn't lose your ally. You didn't lose your idol. You have everything. Did we, I mean, because every one immunity, we don't actually see if Xander was willing to put his money where his mouth was. We saw him vote for Nasir and we saw Evie vote for Heather and Tiffany vote for Heather. So, so we didn't actually see them go against each other. Um, but well, did we, we also, see- yeah, we also um, didn't see Xander talk to Evie at all. So, yeah, I know. And they obviously, well, I think they did a bit at the beginning. Evie was apologizing about the Deshaun thing. I'm I'm talking about as far as the votes went later. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone in their clueless. Which did, did we the get? Fact a con- I can't remember. Did we get a confessional from Xander talking about voting out Evie? Did we, or did we just get that perspective from no Shannon Leanna? Okay. Yeah, we didn't because Shannon Leanna seemed convinced that Xander was going to flip. Well, yeah, they asked if he was willing to vote out Evie. Yeah, and he said, "Of course," but you would just say that too. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and we didn't get that perspective, so we don't actually know. But it did seem like they were trying to, at least, trying to sell that. And and I'm still not sure what it, what it was because we didn't really get their perspectives on it. It did seem like they were just trying to save themselves, basically. Anybody but me. They're trying to Sandra it. What do you think that advantage was that Xander missed out on? I don't. I don't know. You have to cut off your penis and then you get an advantage you get to use it in the next challenge you put it on oh top you of can your use head. it as an extra vote yeah, yeah. <laughs> vote card <laughs> i don't know what they're gonna do if erica got it when er- i was excited when erica pl- I pulled the rock i was like oh yes erica gets an advantage and then xander steals her confessional away <laughs> steals, yeah, he-, he steals her screen time away i'm like give erica the screen time give her the advantage <laughs> Yep, there goes your pop you wanted. Sorry? There goes your pop that you wanted. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need Eric. I know, I know. Should we, we, we got an episode and the beginning of last episode of Erica, and I want more. Even this time, we didn't need... I don't think we got a confessional from her. We got... She, she spoke up at Tribal. Yeah. Um, one of the other interesting... I mean, we're... At this point, we're bouncing all over the place, but... We are. Just like everyone on this episode was bouncing all over the place. So, one of the big things, too, was amongst all of that chaos at Tribal Council, Ricard is constantly whispering in Xander's ear to play his idol. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That, that was, I was laughing really hard at that. <laughs> Eventually, he's like, please play your idol. I'm like, why are you saying please? <laughs> Are you going to say thank you to him when he plays it? Like, And, f- yeah, for our perspective, we haven't seen those two talk. So why would Ricard care about the safety of Xander? Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously they're, like, Xander, Xander's strategy there was to, like, talk to Xander as if he's, like, they have a thing. They have, like, a a strong alliance together and he needs Xander to stay in the game, I guess is his Mm -hmm. strategy there. But also it's like, he's doing this after Heather's doing all this shit and like where the vote seems to be switching to Heather (laughs) at the peak of the switching to Heather moment (laughs) or it's switching to Nasir, then it's switching to Heather. And then still Ricard's like to Xander, play your idol. You still should play your idol. (laughs) But I mean, uh, Xander is obviously kind of tight, uh, holding that idol pretty tightly. I mean, I don't know, like the, that whole 
uh, trying to get Xander to play his idol. I didn't see how they were actually trying to get him to play it other than yeah. telling him to play it at tribal. That was the thing. Their plan was they were like, okay, we're going to do it so that Nazir and Xander both play their idols and waste them. Have and we heard the, have we none of that the, happened. Have we heard the term betraydar before? <laughs> I don't know. But Xander certainly used it. Yeah, it's not a bad word. He is. He did come across well in this episode too. Like I mean, I said that nobody came across well strategy-wise, other than not making something happen with Yase. I guess Xander came across well. It's just I don't know what his longevity is in this game unless he goes on a comp run. Uh, well. But if people keep on playing uh, so safely, then maybe he can make it a a bit farther. Well, I mean, at least he he somehow got through this vote. Tiffany obviously was put in front of him, like, and also, I mean, Evie is in front of him as well as like a threat. And there's now there's Shan, and now there's you know heather is obviously a name being thrown out there nasir's a name being thrown out there you know it's as long as he he can keep these people around maybe he can keep going i mean it, he doesn't just need a comp run or if i mean if he goes on a comp run like any time that he loses a, a a challenge then he's gonna it's it's gonna be his head on the chopping block too i think it seems like he's really good at reading things i think when he plays his idol it'll it'll be There'll be fireworks when he when that when that idol actually gets played. Right. Yeah. I I mean I I'm really worried that he uh, doesn't play it because he's like holding it so close to him. Um. So it's going to be interesting. I hope he, he's too. able to read it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But this was our first individual immunity challenge. I'm realizing with, too with everybody because there was the yep. foot one last week. There, and Ricard did win that challenge, and that was individual immunity. And I mean, it wasn't. It technically wasn't everybody because four people sat out. The foot one. Yeah, remember when Ricard put together a little castle last week and put a flag on top of it? Oh, right. So he was one more person immune, and the other half was still immune. Technically, that was the first individual immunity challenge. Right. This one, though. See, the thing that this challenge was lacking was, one, longevity, because it just did, it didn't happen. Uh, it, it only lasted four minutes. Very disappointing for a comp fan like me. Very disappointed in everyone. Uh, maybe it, I mean, it, it plays out the exact same t- time on television. Like, the, the TV moment is just as long. It doesn't matter if it's an hour or four minutes. Well, it matters to me, Joel. And that's I want to tr- see that, people struggle. That is, a, that is a difficult challenge. They're on their tiptoes. That's Spencer not going to. Spencer did it for two hours. But he wasn't on his tiptoes. Okay. okay. He was on his heels. Do you think Nazir would have won that for me? What did he say? He has chicken legs? Yeah. Flat foot and chicken legs, but he said he'd win it. But I mean, maybe he could have won it for you, but you know, he's definitely going to sacrifice himself for the rice the way he is. Yeah, and, and Xander tried to earn goodwill that way too. Um, yeah, I think I didn't. Um, here's what I didn't like uh, here as well. Um, 
I like it when they do those competitions and try to bribe people out of the competition rather than having the four people sacrifice themselves right off the top. I thought it was interesting, though. I'm, so, I'm sorry that you, you keep saying, I didn't like this. And I keep saying, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I mean, maybe the listeners agree with me. but uh, Maybe they, they agree with me. They just don't like it? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Okay. Well, <laughs> you don't see that as an option? It's just as likely they agree with you as me. No, I mean, sure. If they just don't like it, then fine. I'm always, I, I think the more interesting take is to just like it and then talk about it and figure out your thing. You can't just not like it. Why is that the more interesting take, though, Joel? Because I think the more interesting take is I mean, to we're podcasting. always keep it real. I mean, I am keeping it real. I mean, I, I'm, I, chances are I'm going to react positively to Survivor. Um, but yeah, we, the, one, I mean, the one negative take I've had this season has been how I didn't like the hourglass t- twist, which I came to, uh, the realization of over a week. And when the hourglass twist was first introduced, I kind of liked it. And then over the next week is like, Hey, you know, I don't think I really like this thing. Yeah. The, um, um, I, I was, I didn't like that. And I didn't like the, uh, the one that, um, the knowledge is power advantage either. That wasn't But big how for do me. you feel about it after last week's big moment? I mean, it added to that moment, but it's only because the worst player in the game got that advantage and blew it. The advantage that should be like no brainer. Played. Yeah, I, I, you know what I've been thinking? Nazir had this it. Week? You can you know guarantee would, take it. You know what I have been thinking about this week and kind of like gritting my teeth at is how mean you were to Leanna last week. She's terrible. Stop saying that. No, she's bad she's at the game. Terrible. She's that's bad so, at the game. She's playing really hard, and that's not a bad thing. I like that in a in a, a survivor player. It doesn't mean she's terrible. She she had a misplay. She got overplayed by other people. Then I think it's going to piss people terrible. off. You saying that she's not terrible? Okay, but I don't think she's terrible. And I, mean, and I think I honestly think I'm on the right side of history because I'm not calling a human being terrible. I'm saying that she's just not good at this game. You're People seeing... aren't good at certain things. There's a lot of stuff I'm not good at. Maybe I wouldn't be good at it either. But Leanna's not good at it. I think she's playing hard. She's playing more than other people in the game. And that's okay because it's good TV. Yeah, but I'm allowed to say that she's not very good at it. You're saying that she's terrible. It's a mean thing to say. Yeah, she's terrible. There's, other, saw, there's worse players in the game. What she, the hell is Heather doing? She had an advantage. Trying to get out Nasir last second? <laughs> well, she didn't even vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't vote for him herself. Hey, hey, by the way, what the hell is Nasir doing? Yeah. Well, what he's doing is holding on to that idol, even though he probably shouldn't be, because Leanna could have guaranteed taken it from him. What? No, she, she lost that advantage when she plays it. Yeah, I know. She should have done it last week to Nazir. But she was they were trying to get Evie out last week. Why would she do it to Nazir? Doesn't matter. What do you mean doesn't matter? You do it to Nazir because he's the one that's gonna have it. They tried to get they were thinking about Nazir this week getting him out. Well, he's then, not close to that alliance. But why are you you you're forgetting last week? What are we talking about, Nasir? No, I'm not forgetting last week. I know what the plan was, and it didn't work out for them. 
It, they didn't even get a Yase person out last week, so it didn't even work out the way they, they did, did this it. week. They did this week, but they could have done that last week. They could have been like, okay, Xander's going to play his idol on Evie, but we're all voting Tiffany, and I'm going to take Nazir's idol. Boom. They couldn't vote for Tiffany last week. Oh, right. She wasn't an option. Still, yeah. I'll vote for Sydney. Boom. But they did vote for Sydney. Yeah. Have Xander waste the idol. Yeah, I mean, they could have done that, but um, I'm just saying that wasn't that Leanna's call. Leanna had an overpowered advantage and blew it. An advantage that shouldn't exist, especially in a season like this. Maybe in another season where people aren't publicly I don't announcing. Think she blew it. I mean, she got overplayed. They 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 played her. There was a safe it was, move it was, there. It was over. She didn't take it. What's that? There was a safe move there, and she didn't take it. And she didn't read it well. Did, we read it when Zander was like, "Yep, I'll have it right here the entire time." But I'm winked saying at the that camera there, was, there, was, at there was things going on where she was being played. Like she was, she was trying to convince them that they were with them, but they were, they were like, "We know that you know," and blah 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 blah. And but you don't know that we know that you know. No, no but no, the, the Leanna did thing. know that they knew. Danny told Leanna that they knew. Yeah, but she was trying to convince them to, you know, keep it, to know where it is. And then Evie had that line saying Xander wants to play it for him. He wants the moment. That's a, that's the whole, yeah, I know it was, it was good on Evie and Xander, but it was Hmm. mainly terrible on Leanna. No, I don't think it was that terrible. You need to stop saying it's me. (laughs) She had all of the information she needed. She knew she's a good character. I like her. Yeah, sure. She's a good character. She's terrible at the game. Since when are you, Mister Bad at the game, good at the game? I'm I'm looking at this. So, because here's the thing: Survivor is like you're 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 a bunch of strangers on an island playing this fucking insane game, and there's all this new shit that can't that you're being thrown at you. You're not really gonna know. Who's good? Who's bad? To the very end, and even then, there are so many flawed ass winners who are who are known as some of the best winners because they're great characters. Like it's it's a TV show, but it's also a game. Yeah, and you can be bad at the game and still win. Lana's not going to win. It's well, Nick uh, Nick Wilson won, and he had some bad looks, and 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 Adam Klein won, and he had some bad looks, and not fucking, this bad. Well, oh, I mean, I don't think Leanne is going to win either, but it's hard to judge people Can off, you just bat, say that off she's... of one off, off of one really good play by Xander. You know, like Joel, you can't just say that she's terrible because of that. For our friendship, can you just say that she's terrible? No. You're choosing her over me? No, I'm not choosing her. This is a, I would say, if, if you are really giving me all that ultimatum, then yes. If, if you... If you if you th- if you're gonna throw away our entire friendship because of this random ultimatum halfway through a podcast, then it's not worth it to you. Yeah, what the hell? I'll think of another way to bring it up. <laughs> um. Okay, Leanna had her had. Mo- I think she's she's. Leanna has longevity in the game because, I mean, like you said. She got overplayed last episode, outplayed, and oh, I think man. People, uh, nobody nobody's got her eyes set on her for a while. 
I mean, perhaps, perhaps you're right. The only way, the only reason, like, because this week I thought Leanna might have, they might have all targeted her. Honestly, I thought that perhaps with that play that she did last week, that she would have got targeted this week, but it didn't happen. So basically after this one, the way that like Shan put herself out there, Deshaun put herself, uh, put himself out there, Ricard um, and Shan had the dissension. Honestly. Yeah. When now, you say that Shan and Deshaun put themselves out there, what do you mean? Well, they put themselves out there for each other to tell each other that there's conflict. So when you do that in Survivor, obviously you're like, okay, I don't think Deshaun trusts me, or okay, I don't think Shan trusts me. We need to do something about this. Mm. So putting themselves out there with uh, an opinion on each other, Mm -hmm. that was that's dangerous. That's dangerous for both of them next week, I think. So if it was any other season, I would think, uh, yeah, Leanna doesn't have longevity, but because of how people put themselves forward in this one, and there was a lot of people playing poorly and putting their cards out on the table. I think that Leanna falls further back now and could last a bit longer. Mm -hmm. So I think that is true. Also, she has time to turn her game around. If she's going to be in in, in it for longer. Also a big positive. I want to say about this episode Mm -hmm. was, um, how, and this is especially with Evie. Uh, well, you're smiling at the idea of me giving you a positive. Does this look like a smile? I mean, sure. Biggest, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're giving a, a positive, but I was not smiling. Biggest smile for the, I've ever for the seen listeners. <laughs> I'm smiling more now than I was then. I was actually pretty straight faced. I think I looked pissed off, to be honest. I mean, fine. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing a positive, but I don't know wh- where you were getting that for smile. For the listeners, from. he was ear to ear. I was not. He I, was I, even. You know what? I'm recording this on video, and, and if people really want. <laughs> To see, I can upload the video. <laughs> he was even blushing a little bit when I said it. I, I was not blushing. You had a little blush. The positive. What's the positive? Um, I loved how Evie was genuinely coming up to people too and like even had that conversation with Leanna where she's like, as far as the game goes, like, I don't know if I can trust you, but we as people are okay. Like, we're going to be great after this game. Yeah, it's nothing personal. And we're I love that with... Hungry with Deshaun too, how it was like, yeah, that was weird, but like, we're, we're going to be friends after this kind of thing. I, I liked how that went down. I like how Evie handled. Uh, it was funny there. after all the, all the, the little package about Yase trying to get in good with everybody. I think we see all three of them talk with Deshaun. The fine, the, the button on the end of that scene is Deshaun saying, I'm not working with Yase. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also at the start, the turtles were brought back up. The Yase yeah. turtles. We, yeah, there was a lot of flashbacks at the beginning of the episode. I gotta say, Deshaun to me, his edit is is strange to me because right now it doesn't. It's we're not getting. We're just seeing his frustrations. We're not seeing much of his actual strategy. We're seeing how he reacts to other people's strategy. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing that makes me hesitant about uh, Deshaun as well is that the way that he's being portrayed by the editors, at least, is that uh, he just says no but gives no other options. Like he's not adding. 
Well, that that's what it seemed like with the Heather. I mean, but the Heather thing, it seemed like he was being like was indignant, the right word. Like he was just like, yeah, yeah, fine. Well, go ahead. It's, it's fine. Whatever. You know, like that's not a great look at tribal. At least, at least there were no jury members to judge him for it. I feel like for men of the outside eye, he's, he was sort of coming off as the dick there. But well, we got Tiffany, our first jury member now. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that uh, uh, Sydney's not on the jury. She would have mm. been a good jury member. She was terrible. What are you talking? Stop saying that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I, I like it, but, but I just like the way Shan reacts. Like, it's the way Shan reacts to, to for example, Deshaun's, like, indignance or whatever at Tribal Council she like goes and kneels in front of him and tries to come to an understanding. Like it, like, I don't know. She just reminds me of, of, it just reminds me of like someone in real, like playing survivor, like it's real life, like trying to come to an understanding, but it's like in such a high stakes environment, like not only are you on survivor, but you're at tribal council trying to figure out a vote, whether it's changing or not. And she's trying to have this personal moment. Um, Mm with Deshaun trying to come to an actual understanding with him. And I, and I think I, Shan doing that is, is a lot more than other people would do. Like most people, I think uh, at on the show right now would, would give him so much less than that. And Shan says interesting things like we, I need to figure out the way, uh, like talk to people in a way that they want to be talked to and communicate with them in my specific way, the way that they are being able to communicate. Like she's saying, it's group therapy, like figuring it out that way. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the name of this episode is group therapy. But um, perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, I was going to bring that the up. She, she exactly mentioned that of trying to figure out how to uh, talk to each person the way they need to be talked to, which kind of sounded like people might not respond great for that either. That's, that's like a giving that's, that's the sort of sentence you say at final tribal council. Yeah. Oh, Shan, Shan, why? Don't you, Is, it's, it's like, it, it's, it, it would, it would play well at a final tribal council being like, Oh yeah, that's, that is like, that's a good strategy in a game. But when you say it at, at like, the second tri- tribal council of the merge, people are like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you're not playing me. <laughs> I'm um, playing you. It was Danny that suggested Nazir initially, right? It was. And then uh, Deshaun immediately agreed. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And also we got uh, this episode as well, Shan saying that Ricard is her number one. So we know that Ricard is still her number one. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Danny and Deshaun are number ones with each other, mm-hmm. which puts Leanne on the outs. Well, I think, I think Leanne is not on the outs. Well, I, on I the don't... outs as far as a if a final two comes up, perhaps, perhaps. Okay, all right. <laughs> Deshaun would Back put up. Danny in the final two. Back up, though. You think? That Shan is taking Ricard instead of Leanna to the final Hell two, yeah. huh? Hell yeah, yeah. No, she she'll do it. She I think she she'll beat anyone. I think I don't. Uh, no, I don't think so. 
Um, but uh, Ricard is an interesting character right now because we're not seeing his perspective on his own strategy either. Well, oh, yeah. it was like that on his initial tribe too. It was only until he said um, towards the end that everything that they've done is his idea. But as far as the editing comes across, it's Shan's idea. Um, well, yeah, so she was putting those things in action. We Here- kind of got that reveal later on. So, and we're kind of getting this exact same thing. He falls into the background of this season a lot of the time until it's revealed kind of thing, but we, you know, he's a part of it. We're just not seeing it. I'm getting like, like we're, we're learning a lot more about, even though we've seen, you know, Shan and Ricard and others, a bunch through the pre-merge we're, we're seeing not, not so much Luvu, but we're seeing like completely different versions of these people because we only saw them on small tribes all the way up to the merge. Like we've never seen no swap in a three tribe season before. Mm-hmm. Um, no swap or anything like, um, so it is, it's, it's interesting to see them thrown into the fire this way where they, they didn't get to play with big tribes at all at any point. Um, this was kind of the merge boot this time, eh? Technically, but <laughs> traditionally, no. Technically, I, I I still see Sydney as the merge boot. I don't know. That's what I, I see Tiffany as the merge boot. So we're gonna have two merge boots this season. Okay, fine. <laughs> and that makes we can, two we can special. Erica, we can ask Erica when she's on. She can give us the official answer. That's true. But for now, these are two very special episodes. Last week's and this week's for us. Very special. Mm-hmm. And I want to surprise you, Joel, mm-hmm. by giving you this roll of tape. I thought you were going to give me an update on Ozzy's OnlyFans. He messaged you again. He has been messaging me a lot, actually, lately. Do, do we want to get into that? Well, I just, I just want to give you a heads up. To, he's probably messaging everybody. Well, I mean, it's not can, specific to you. You can try talking me down as much as you want, but I think Ozzy and I are basically going steady at this point. Okay. <laughs> You're not even paying him. I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not paying him. Mm. And he's sending me this stuff. But he wants you to start paying him again. He wants to, you to see what you're missing. He, so you can I start put a charge. I put a charge on mine. He's paying me now. Really? Yeah, he's paying me. You should. That would be funny if you did that. He, I think if I put a subscription on mine, then he, since he is subscribed to me, mm-hmm. then I think he would, the next month, he would start paying. I don't think so. What, you think it would, it would notify him and be like, do you still want yeah. to subscribe to this? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, notoriously, OnlyFans is pretty bad to its uh, creators, so who knows? I know. Tell me about it. They let Ozzy message me all the time. So what did he message you this week? Well, let me get my computer here. Do you want to uh, vamp while I get it? I wonder, uh, I just want to ask you a question. If I hadn't eaten, neither of us had eaten in a while, and you got a grilled cheese, and I got a papaya... Would you come back 
and try and eat my papaya after eating your grilled cheese? I'd eat the whole fucking thing. <laughs> okay, I'll vamp. No, um, I want I want to touch on this before I get my computer and you vamp. And you can vamp off of this, perhaps. I would not want that grilled cheese. You don't like grilled cheese? I would much rather the papaya, that's for sure. Well, I'd, I like a grilled cheese, but my body would explode with that grilled cheese. My game would be over. I would be shitting all tribal council. Why, Especially, are you lactose? I don't... Like, maybe a little. I think we all are. I think technically everyone is lactose intolerant because we're not supposed to have dairy past being a baby. But I think... You eat pizza all the time. Yeah, I know. And, and cheeseburgers. How many cheeseburgers have you seen me eat? I don't know. I've seen you eat at least one. <laughs> maybe one. I would say at least two. No. When? When we went to the, the Tilted Dog. Oh, yeah, we did. I didn't eat two cheeseburgers that night. <laughs> yeah, but then I saw you eat a cheeseburger with chili. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so our body's not used to or isn't supposed to have that kind of dairy. Anyways, so a grilled cheese, the main ingredient is cheese. And if and you bread. haven't... If you haven't... It's just eaten, as much cheese as a cheeseburger, though. If... No, it's got to be a little more. You need it thicker on there. You only need one slice on a cheeseburger. But what I'm saying is, even the burger is going to be tough on your stomach. Even the burger. But a, a ch- grilled cheese is going to be so hard on your stomach to have dairy when you haven't had it in like even a couple weeks or whatever, and your stomach is empty having dairy. I mean, yeah, just ask Wesley Nail after that uh, that taco bar. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder everyone was probably couldn't stand on that comp today because they're all shitting. Remember when he was eating? I mean, Evie ate the grilled cheese because she solved that puzzle so quickly. But Evie was a Evie, Evie was a challenge beast in this episode. If you want a challenge beast, but um, right, yeah. But uh, vamp here. I'll grab my computer. Wesley Nail eating the tacos. In season 28 of Survivor, always sneaks up on me. I'm always kind of, whenever, I honestly, it's to the point where I can't even eat tacos or chicken nuggets without thinking about Wesley Nail from season 29 of Survivor. Uh, And honestly, bacon and, and pancakes. Um... And pizza, too. I mean, bacon and pancakes, because Wesley Nail famously said to um, to Jeff, remember when you're naked cooking pancakes on Two and a Half Men? And, he, and then Jeff Probst says, actually, I was cooking bacon. And I have always mistakenly said, thought that, and this is, you know, mistake on mistake, I've always mistakenly thought that Wesley and Ale says, uh, remember when you're naked cooking pizza on Two and a Half Men. So so basically, that's a lot of food right there. So I can't eat chicken nuggets, tacos, pizza, pancakes, and bacon without thinking about Wesley Nail. 
Um, all right, I got my computer here. Also, yeah, I want to speaking say, of naked, you should you should ask Ozzy. Tell him I will subscribe to your OnlyFans again under one condition: you do a photo shoot reenacting the time Jeff Probst was naked cooking bacon on Two and a Half Men. It's a good idea. <laughs> um, I also, when I went over to get my computer, I realized that I was eating like uh, cheese crackers and dipping them in Asiago dip or like, uh, no, uh, artichoke dip, but still has dairy There's in dairy. it. Yeah. And the whole time when, uh, when I was eating those and sitting on the couch watching Survivor, I was like, man, I'd kill for some of those papayas. <laughs> Uh, but I have the update here from Ozzy, so there's a couple oh, messages. I, I just want to say before we move on from Dairy is that I ate ice cream <laughs> while watching Survivor tonight. How did that make you feel? I love ice cream. Okay. Did you, but, like, stomach-wise, you can handle it? Yeah, I'm probably going to be fine. I don't, I mean, I ate a lot of it tonight, but also fine. I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, in uh, season... 27 of Survivor, Jervis wins the ice cream award. Jervis, his stomach was probably fucked up from that. And he picks Tyson and Monica to come on the reward, and that's what makes Sierra want to flip on him to do the infamous rock draw. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. If I go on Survivor, I'm going to give away any reward that has dairy in it at all. <laughs> Mr. Asiago did. What if Jeff is... I just know that the first fucking individual immunity challenge, like, Jeff brings out Asiago dip. <laughs> Nothing to dip in it. You're just jumping off that plank right away. I like dips. I like uh, Martin Short's character and only murders in the building. I only yeah, yeah. eat dips. I, 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 for some reason, missed the dip thing because the dip thing kept coming back, and I was like, wait, what is that in reference to? Well, it's because the um, the sponsor of their podcast yeah. owns oh, and, the dips, right? Oh, and he, he eats expired hummus. Yeah, because he's so poor and broke that he can only get these dips because he knows the guy, so he gets them when right. they're expired or whatever. Right. right. So he just eats dips. Aren't shorts so funny in that show? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ozzy. The Oz man. November 3rd messaged me. He said, do you want to see how hard I am? <laughs> <laughs> Message me for a never before seen treat. Hmm. What is it? I didn't respond. Okay. Ask if it's a reenactment of when Jeff Probst was naked cooking bacon on Two and a Half Men. I don't think J Jeff wasn't hard, though, during that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a new special treat or whatever he said. <laughs> Something never seen before. We didn't, we honestly, we didn't see Jeff's penis in that scene, so who knows? And then... 
he messaged me again. Mm-hmm. And this one might set off some alarms for you, Joel, but I trust me when I say Ozzy and I are cl- as close as ever, and it's not about money with us. Okay. But he said, tip to show me how horny you woke up, and I'll send you a present to start your day off right. So do you get notifications? Like, I, yeah. like, like while you're at work, you're serving someone, you get a ding and you're like, hold on just a second. You pull out your phone. <laughs> fucking Aussie again. <laughs> you like show the customer. Yeah, I'm like, oh, fucking Aussie. He's so fucking horny all the time. He's talking about his boners. I'm horny. I, yeah. And I mean, once I'm again. I'm going to be watching Ghosts next week. And then they go to one of the basement ghosts. And there's a ding on his phone. <laughs> and you hear the director go, cut, cut, cut. What is that? And, you, and then you pull the uh, your cell phone out of your robe and look at the camera and say, oh, it's Ozzy from Survivor on OnlyFans. Asking me to tip him if I'm horny. Yeah, it's, the, it's the crossover that <laughs> CBS needs. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand. I just don't get it why because I'm not I'm not subscribed and he's subscribed to me. Okay, so, Cody, he, it's a it's a tactic to get you to follow him again. Remember to, to so that you it's why people text their exes. Should like I that. should I message him and be like um I will follow you. Hey Aussie money. How about you tip me to show me how horny you are? Or, and I'll send you a little treat. Or you ask him to reenact the famous scene from Two and a Half Men where Jeff Probst is naked cooking pizza. I don't know. It's just... Honestly, I think Ozzy's getting a little too attached to me, and I'm freaking out at fear of commitment. I understand that. It's getting too hot and heavy for me. Yeah. God. Joel, are you starting to fall asleep? (laughs) That's the whole reason I came out here. I'm I'm (sighs) taught. Hello. What? (laughs) Rupee? What are you yes. doing over at Joel's place? Well, I was, uh, I, I've been caught in a, a time loop where I am only uh, repeating the today and tomorrow over and over again, like in Groundhog Day. Okay. And you were at Joel's yesterday? <laughs> and today and tomorrow. And I've been watching the same episode of Young Sheldon where Young Sheldon's parents gives him the talk about the birds and the bees. Well, I hope to God, Rupee, that you uh, get out of this time loop by next week. Why? Well, you'll have to be here. Well, uh, I hope eventually, but maybe I'll, I'll have lived a thousand lives by then within this time loop. It's insane. And you might die. Well, I mean, I've tried. You've tried It'll... to die. Well, yes. Haven't you seen the time loop movies? Groundhog right. Day, Palm Springs... Edge of Tomorrow, Happy Death Day, The Twelve Dates of Christmas, 
I guess uh, or you, you you don't age in those movies. I don't think Rupee. So I think you're okay. I know. I I know. I know. I I think I've I've honestly done this podcast with you. This exact interview, maybe two hundred times at this point. This is my. I'm in like I'm in at least two hundred and ten right now. Is, and I have to re-explain this to you every time. Is Rupert a poli- uh, Rupee, are you a politician? I ran for libertarian governor once in California. Yeah, it says you're libertarian party. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes. I was just looking up your age to make sure that you're, you know, staying youthful. Um, but... That was long ago. I've lived a hundred lives since then, including the one I'm in right now. Uh, I, yes, I can die in the in this time loop, but then I wake up the next morning and I've got you, babe, by Sonny and Cher is playing, and my phone rings and it's the birthday song, like in Happy Death Day, and uh, and I'm having sex with a woman, like in Palm Springs or whatever. Or this and that and Edge of Tomorrow and Emily Bunce. Just any woman? No, it's the girl from Not Search Laura? Party. It's the girl from Search Party. No, it's, I mean, I wake up in the middle of Lake Ontario, to be honest, every day. You wake up in Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. You're in a time loop. So during that time, you break into Joel's house, I suppose. I come here. I guess that's towards the evening, right? Because that's where we're at now. Yes. So I, I do the podcast. So I can talk to you. Luckily, we're not going to record into midnight here. You're going to just be in Lake Ontario partway well, through. Well, no, the no, it's it's it, it's a it's a special time loop. It's two days, so that I can catch. I watch Survivor and then Young Sheldon. I still haven't. Watched oh, you Ghost still get yet. your Thursday. Yeah, I got my. But Thursday. you've been seeing the same episode of Young Sheldon. Yes, but I I always turn it off before Ghost gets on. Why? I don't. I'm too. I'm too scared of ghosts right now. I, they got too many ghosts in my life. The ghost of Rudy, and uh, but he's friendly, isn't he? Not always. He actually can be kind of toxic. <laughs> Rudy. Yes. Oh. And it, honestly, in the, the the two days that I've been reliving, he's in a bad mood. So I've had to deal with him. Hey, uh, to be honest, I like him when he's in a good mood, but when he's in a bad mood, there's no changing it. And that's unfortunately what I've been reliving over and over again. Oh, let me ask you this. And this would be a good Joel for, or a good question for Joel, but too bad he's not here. Um, would and try to get into Joel's mindset for this one, Rupee. I don't, if, how could I do that? Well, just think about it. If Rupee, if, and since you're breaking into Joel's house and everything, yes, you probably see her. If you were stuck in a time loop where on that day Mimi was pissed off at you. So every day, right? And you can't get out of this time loop. You've lived two years of just every day Mimi being pissed off at you. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. Listen, I'm Rupert, okay? Yeah, I know, but you're breaking lived, into Joel's house. You I lived ten fucking years with Laura Bonham being mad at me about losing a, as a libertarian governor. Governor, <laughs> uh, you're both libertarians. Yeah, she wanted me to win. She uh, wanted to be Melania. 
Imagine if I was president instead of Donald Trump. <laughs> well, I don't think the Libertarian Party's known to win presidency. Hey, look at that McCafe guy or whatever. McCafe? Yeah, the guy that just died. <laughs> um. Anyway, maybe I'll be still in this loop next week. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Hopefully, I'll be out of the loop so I can see you next week, but I'm hopefully not in a completely separate loop. Well, is the back of your head stuck in this loop too? I, I mean, no. He he is here. I'll turn the the back of my head around like Professor Quirrell. I'll take off my 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 tie dye turban and uh, show what's the Voldemort on the back of my head. Tony Bolachos. Hey, how's it going? I'm not in the time loop. I honestly don't believe him. He just he pulls this sort of shit all the time. You think that he's not actually in a time loop? Yeah, he's just he's, decided that today he's going to say that he is. Does he forget that he's, like, has he been doing the same thing every day, or is this the first I don't time? Know. No, I mean, no. He was just, he wasn't saying this shit yesterday. He was saying the same old bullshit. He's always doing this shit for attention. Oh, so he's kind of just thinking that he's in it. Maybe he genuinely thinks he's in a time loop right now, but he hasn't experienced anything to give him that kind of idea. I don't think that he's in a time loop, okay? I think he's just making it up so he has content to say to you on the podcast. Uh, he just wants a little bit of media attention. Exactly. He just keeps... He wants to get back on Survivor. That's a thing. But because he's not a winner, he's not a two-time winner or a winner at war, he's never going to get back on. So that's why he keeps going on dumb fucking shit like Israeli Survivor and... and uh, uh, the, the amazing race and tough as nails and this is that this and that. It's getting sad. It is. But it is sad. I, I'm a little. I mean, I almost thought like Rupert was getting written off this podcast forever with this time loop. So I'm a little relieved. Mark my words, he'll be back next week. <laughs> you promise? I mean, if you get, I've always thought about this with time loop movies. Uh, is is Bill Murray setting up a thousand different timelines for like the Andy McDowell character, or this, is the, her, her, is she just not remembering the time? Like she's living the same day over and over again, but she has amnesia. Right. Well, I mean, it's the same day for him. Everyone else has moved on with their lives. So it is. Mm-hmm. So it is. He's setting up a thousand different. Yeah. Timelines. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, here's the thing, okay? Mm. This is, and this is especially why I really don't want Rupert to be stuck in a timeline, and I want you to be right here, Tony. Mm. And if you're not right, I need you to make sure that he gets out of this loop, because if next week, if, because I don't think we got a guest next week, I'm not sure. If next week Joel goes to sleep, no one's no one's gonna you're not gonna come. You're like Rupert won't be there. He'll just be sleeping at the table. And he usually sleeps for quite a while. I could be just ten minutes. I'll here. be here. I'll be here. Just maybe not Rupert. Wait, the back of your the But you're attached to Rupert. Are you gonna get I'm the, attached to him right now, but I've had many forms. I've been Ant Man. I've been spider, a spider, or no, that was no. Rupert. 
I don't know. We both. I, it seems like you're pretty attached. Your brain more. is uh, looping in Rupert's memories now already. Uh, uh, that yeah, I mean, I was just talking about the other day how I was on Survivor Pearl Islands, and I, that was not true. <laughs> no, it's not. And you didn't lose to Sandra. No, I beat Sandra. Yeah, exactly. I got voted out by Sandra once, and then I beat her another time. Mm-hmm. I never voted her out, though. That was Denise. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, uh, Tony, quick. What? Quick, go away. Joel's waking up. <laughs> yes. Why are you waking me up? I'm trying to fucking sleep, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know you're tired. You didn't want to make it all the way out here to the East End. I know. But now do you feel like making it out to the East End now that you just had your nap? Yeah, okay, I'll come. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> come to catch the uh, West Coast replay of Survivor. Mm-hmm. I would just like, I think that's what put me in the sour mood in, with the episode is I didn't get to watch it with my very best friend. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just didn't, I really didn't want to do the commute tonight. I was, I, I was working today and I work early tomorrow, so. What if, what if I uh, came to you and I s- sat on your bed and watched Survivor on, on the laptop? Did you want me to invite you over? But you wouldn't have come if I, had I invited you over. Well, not at the time you messaged me, probably. Because yeah, it was I like, mean, it was, I wouldn't have had a lot of time to prepare. Well, I, th- I, I thought I was going to get the rental car for, from work today. So I would have dri- driven out there. But uh, um, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. It's a fine drive, and like, but like waiting on the streetcar, waiting for the streetcar, then waiting for the bus. You know, I have to take I, multiple things to get to you. Yeah, I mean, you live where? Where do you live now? You live north too, right? I'm not going to dox myself. Yeah, where do you, I have enemies? Where do you tell the listeners where exactly you live? But you live west and north, right? Yes. Yeah. All you need to do is go on a subway. If I take the subway, I have to take two buses as well. But if I take the street, the Gerard's, I'm not going to dox myself. <laughs> you keep trying. Yeah. You keep thinking about it. <laughs> the streetcar takes fucking forever, though. Holy shit. But also the bus. Streetcar's long. The streetcar's long. I'll admit it. I took the uh, streetcar today. The bus from your place that goes north takes forever to come. You doxed me today, actually. You said that in... You're talking about how I lived close to Broadview. You don't live close to Broadview. You live far east from Broadview. You live on the east end of the east end. It's not far east from... It's only like a 30-minute walk max. Say that again. (laughs) Don't dox me. (laughs) No, I mean, it's not far. It's only a 30-minute walk. 30 minutes isn't a long walk. It is a long walk. If you're talking east to west. Yeah. And it's more than 30 minutes. No, it's not. It's 100% isn't. I'll map it right now. I'll give everyone my exact address so they know how much of a baby you're being. <laughs> give, a, give your exact address and then give my exact address. 
In the East End, everything is farther apart, or at least it feels that way. In the West End, everything is nice and close together, and every every area is interesting and fun. And fun in the East End, it's all fucking suburbs and schools. I don't agree with that at all. I much prefer the East End. There's a lot of stuff going on over here. All the movie studios. Yeah. All the, all the agents and and the seedy underbelly of, the, of Hollywood North, where <laughs> the agents and casting agents, their little cabal, where they they cross their arms together and they their eyes roll into the back of their head and they, they look into a, a little puddle and it shows them who they're going to cast next. <laughs> <laughs> who will be the guest star on... <laughs> on hard cases this week. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you want to be a part of that? No. All right. What's the what's the walk? You look you Google Maps it. Um well, I Google Maps it and it only took me it took me like north. It took me to Broadview station basically. How long it takes me to would walk to Broadview station. And it said 47 minutes to Broadview Station. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I said Broadview. Okay. then That's search, very north. Search Broadview and... <laughs> Listen, Joel. It's not that bad. It's a long commute. I commute it every, all the time. So do I. Once a week. Yeah, I do it twice a week. Beat you. <laughs> Double you. Doubles. You only work twice a week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Sometimes once a week. Only three hours. Three hours? Yeah, I only work three hours. Shows. Why? I don't know. Huh? Interesting. They, don't, they won't want me there. That's insane. They make you commute all that way for three-hour shifts. I don't know. Well, to be fair, they're like, does anyone want to go home? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're scheduled for nine-hour shifts? No, I'm scheduled for like four, five, six maybe. I don't know. It's not, it's not nine. It's not even eight. Mm. It's different, you know. But I'm, uh, you know, I'm a series regular on a TV show. You're on a TV show. Yeah. All right. Um, what is your prediction for next week? All right. Finally, we're here. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win immunity? In I mean, it, it's so unpredictable at this point. Oh, God, you can't even use a logic anymore. I'm going to say that next week we are going to see Deshaun go home. Oh, I was going to predict the same thing. And Xander wins immunity. Or no, Nazir wins immunity. It's not even Xander. I was going to predict Danny wins immunity and Deshaun goes home. I just, I'm predicting that Deshaun becomes a liability for Shan. And Shan has enough relationships with other people 
that she can turn it completely on. Because you you saw in that little uh, huddle before Deshaun came over that everyone was down. Everyone was was ready to go with what Shan said about voting out mm-hmm. Heather. Yeah. So yeah. I I can see I can see her being able to say Deshaun, poof, he's gone. Poof, just like that. Yeah. Be like Heather. Listen, it's either you or Deshaun. Yeah. Okay. Then it's time for us to end this episode. See, it's hard to end it today, Joel, because I missed you so much. I didn't get to spend the time. And none of your roommates are back yet? No, they didn't want to watch it. Colin didn't want to watch? Yeah, he was gone. Oh. Damien didn't watch. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Cody, you're going to be fine. And uh, I'm going to... Fucking arm came off my my microphone arm. You took 20 extra minutes to put it up. I think it'd be sturdy in those 20 minutes. No, I had to throw it on. I had to, I had to, I, I'm surprised it, it only came off now. But you threw it on. Were you in a rush? Yeah, because it was taking so long. <laughs> well, Joel, can you not just hold the, we were wrapping up the podcast. Can you not just hold the mic for the last two seconds? Fine. I'm holding it. <laughs> it looks good. You look like a old timey singer. I would have been a oh, rate, review, and subscribe the podcast to survive. Send your predictions to us. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night.